0: Good afternoon, everyone. So, we do uh, today is we have a lot going on today, and in a powerful way, we have confirmations for our adults. Uh, And so, confirmandi, uh, Simon is going to read your names. When your name is called, please stand. Meiton Coke, Rachel Kopfel, Michelle O'Malley, Christopher Ponsack, Ariana Valdivieso, Christina Williams, Caroline Hernandez, Lillian Cridier, Round of applause for our confirmation. Please be seated. So, for those of you who are not in RCIA, one thing you may not know is that I'm hopelessly disorganized. so, a brief note for our Confirmandi, yes, you are receiving communion today. Someone asked, are they receiving? Yes, you are. Uh, and a powerful day today to welcome you into the church. We, we bring in adult Confirmandi on Palm Sunday every year so they can enter into the fullness of Holy Week and, and really participate in the mysteries of redemption If you go to Lord's much, you know that one of one of the lines that I like to reflect about a lot is "The line in the our Father, that thy kingdom come, thy will be done." Uh, and today I want to enter into that in a particular way. Uh, today I'm not going to preach on the whole passion. Brothers and sisters, I expect you to be here Holy Thursday and Good Friday. This is not kind of a normal week for us as Catholics. We are not like other people. You and I were bought with the blood of Christ. And we need to be here for these things. Um, So if you, as I say every single year, if you need a note from me for your boss, I am happy to write you a note, okay? If you need me to go talk to your boss, I will go talk to them, And when you go to the Holy Land, and I hope you'll go. I've been very blessed. I've been three times in my life to Israel. When you go to the Holy Land, the the topography and the landscape is important. St. Jerome famously called the Holy Land the fifth gospel. And I was nervous the first time I went because I thought that by going, it would limit my imagination. I had had prayed with the scriptures for years and years, and I had envisioned and imagined the different scenes in the Gospels. And I was nervous that when I got there, then my, my mind would be limited to those spots. But I was wrong. When you go to the Holy Land... You'll go and you'll say, I've always believed this, Jesus. I've always had faith. But it's as if my faith is brand new. And your faith will come alive in a way it never has. And it's incredible. And all of our folks in RCIA, you have to go someday. You'll go and when you go to Jerusalem, you'll go to the house of Caiaphas. You'll touch Mount Calvary with your own hands you'll walk on the steps that Jesus walked down after the Last Supper that are still there. It's absolutely incredible. But one of the things that happens is important for today. To understand today's gospel, you have to understand the way that Jesus has been moving towards Jerusalem. And so Jesus spends most of his life in the north of Israel, up in Galilee, and as he comes near to the cross, he travels through the Jordan River Valley to the south. And so the Jordan makes its way all the way down, and it empties into the Dead Sea, which is the lowest place that's above water on earth. It's actually below sea level. And so you would travel all the way down there, and that's where Jericho is at. And Jesus, in Luke chapter 19, he makes his way to Jericho, he heals a blind man, he encounters Zacchaeus, and then you start climbing. And for us, it'd be like maybe from, from Lord's, if if you and I all went walking today, and we, we took a walk and we went up to like Conifer, let's say. It would be something like that. And as they walk, and as Jesus has been on his way to Jerusalem, he keeps telling the same parable over and over in different ways. And he keeps telling a story in parable form about a king who's been away and is returning. He keeps telling that story, and he tells it in one form would be the parable of the talents, where a master returns home to his kingdom, And to understand this, right, you have to know that the word Messiah means an anointed one, but what it refers to is the great king that God would send that would make all things right. And all through Jesus' life, people keep asking, is this the Messiah? Is he him? Is Jesus the one, the great king that we have longed for, that we've waited for? Is he the king that will bring the kingdom of God and will make all things as they're supposed to be? And Jesus keeps avoiding the question. He doesn't answer. He dodges it left and right, drives people nuts. Today, brothers and sisters, they've, they've been climbing, and you have to feel the energy of the crowd. The Jews expected the Messiah would appear on the Passover. And it's Passover week this week. They've been asking that question who is this Jesus? And he's making his way to Jerusalem, and these crowds are following him. And everyone's wondering who is he? Is he the one? And today. Today, Jesus, for the first time in his ministry, he does not just acknowledge that he is the king, he shouts it from the rooftops. Today is the day when Jesus says that we are here. At the end of the gospel today, the Pharisees rebuke the disciples and say, tell them to be quiet. He says, if they don't say it, the very rocks would cry out. My dear Confirmandi, for you today, and for all of us, I have a very simple but I hope powerful message. In the scriptures, Jerusalem, of course, is a real place. This really happened. Jesus truly, 2,000 years ago, entered into Jerusalem on Palm Sunday. And he he allowed himself to be shown as the king of Israel. But in scripture, Jerusalem is also a symbol for your soul. The early church fathers talk about this with a great frequency. Jerusalem is the symbol of your soul. And today, the Lord comes to reign as king in Jerusalem, which is your soul. And this is what I want to talk to you about today. Jesus couldn't have said it any louder. Today, so powerfully, There's the there's the prophecy of Zechariah chapter nine. And I know you were thinking that this morning, you're like, Oh, Zechariah nine. All right, today's today's Zechariah nine day. The prophecy of Zechariah nine about the Messiah says that when the Messiah comes, he will come riding humbly on a donkey. Today, the Lord, he does not simply say, yes, I'm him, I'm the king. Today, Jesus shows that he fulfills that prophecy. For those of you to be confirmed today, except for Lily, and maybe for many of us in this church today, Maybe it feels like Jesus has been telling that parable where he says, there's a king who went off on a long journey. And while he was away, right, he entrusted to his servants different amounts of of talents. But the king is going to return. Maybe for some of you, that's your story. Maybe the story is you were baptized as a kid. Maybe you didn't really practice. Maybe you left the church for some reason or another. But it's like a king who left his city. Today he comes back. Today is that day. You've been walking with Jesus, brothers and sisters. You know, people ask sometimes whether the crowd today that cries out, Hosanna to the Son of David. By the way, this is one of the ways that Jesus acknowledges that he is the Messiah. That line, Hosanna in the highest, is from Psalm 118. And that psalm is a psalm that Jews sing at the coronation of a king. Crowd singing, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. This is what we chant when a king of Israel receives his crown. If you've been walking with Christ, that crowd today is the crowd that are disciples. And their joy and their jubilation is tangible. Tangible. You can taste it today. But we all know that there are those in Jerusalem who do not wish to see him as king. Jesus will spend the rest of Holy Week largely in the temple and he'll be tested by the scribes and the Pharisees and the Herodians and the Romans. And there's a whole group of people who do not want him to be king. And so it is in my soul. All right, there are parts of my soul, when we are following Jesus, when we've walked with him, when we've surrendered to him in faith, there are parts of our souls that cry out today, Hosanna to the Son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. But there are other parts of our souls that we don't want God to reign in. And so Jesus, I I sometimes, I just want to be in charge of my own soul. And Lord, I have surrendered my soul at times to different rulers besides you. I've surrendered my soul to false gods, to egoism and vanity, to jealousy, to avarice and lust and pride, and Lord, I've surrendered my soul to these things. the reason jesus enters jerusalem brothers and sisters and for all of us today whether you're, you know those of you to be confirmed those of you who have been confirmed your savior desires to reign in your soul but the way he does it he does not ride into jerusalem on a war horse he does not come with a conquering army. He will not force you. The way the Lord gains his kingdom is by humility and suffering. And that's what he'll do for you. And those of you in RCIA, you guys know I love you so much. And today is just such an amazing day. Your task is to cast, to allow Him, you can't do it on your own, is to allow Him to cast out every other ruler that reigns inside of you. That there would be no one and nothing that rules in your soul besides Jesus Himself. It's today's Zechariah 9 day. In Zechariah 9, the prophet says this. He says, Rejoice greatly, O daughter of Zion. Shout aloud, O daughters of Jerusalem. Behold, your king comes to you. That prophecy was written, of course, for Palm Sunday, 2,000 years ago, but it was written for you. This word of God, all of us today, every single one of you here in this church, that prophecy was written for you. Rejoice greatly, Brian. Shout aloud for joy. Behold, your king comes to you. Triumphant and victorious is he, humble and riding on a donkey. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof. I am not worthy, Jesus that you should reign in my soul. But Lord, I have hope. (laughs) Even though I have given over my soul and I have allowed other things to reign inside of me, Lord, I know that you come anyways today. And I know that you come in humility, that you come with a, a love that is willing to suffer. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, today we pray for those who will be fully initiated into the church. Jesus, may you cast all evil from their souls. May you reign in them forever. Forever. Lord, may all of us, may all of us have you as our king. May we rejoice greatly. May we cry out Hosanna to the son of David. Jesus, in every soul here today, thy kingdom come, thy will be done.